Welcome to the Better Woman Podcast, where I interview women who make me a better woman. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Better Woman Podcast. Today I have with me the fabulous Miss Medora Sletton. And I met Medora a few years back while I was working on a TEDx conference. And Medora is just one of these fabulous women that like once you meet her, you love her and everyone who knows her loves her. This is this is this is my experience of Medora. So I am truly honored that Medora is going to join me for the podcast. So Medora, welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Emily. So far, I'm having a really good time. That was really nice. And not everyone, you can't see me, but I'm waving to everybody listening. Yes. Thank you, Medora. We've been having a blast over here, just chatting, catching up. And really, what I really want to talk to Medora about is that I came across this article on social media, on the Instagram, where Medora writes about clothes But more specifically, she wrote this article about not buying clothes for a whole year. And Mm -hmm. this, this really caught my attention because I'm like, okay, I could do, you know, not buying clothes for a month, a couple months, whatever. But this is like a full year. So... I wanted to chat with Medora about this, and sh- and she was like, yeah, I would love some more accountability, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I really noticed that once I threw it out to the world, it's made it much easier, because now I'm like, okay, well, now all these people know about it. I got to stick with it. Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay, before we kind of get into this, uh, Medora, I would love if you could tell us all a little about yourself, and also what I was thinking, what I would love to hear, because we're talking about clothes. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear one of your favorite outfits, but not an outfit from like now that you like. I want you to think of like a favorite outfit from middle school. I have a a sister who's in middle school and I just kind of love reliving this with her a little bit and like being reminded of some of those outfits. You know what you would put on an outfit when you're 12 and you look (laughs) in the mirror, you'd be like, I am killing it right now. Oh my gosh. I'm having so many memories flashback and I love this question. Okay. I was going to ask you what's your favorite outfit, but now you're taking me back to middle school, (laughs) which is great because I love teenagers and I spend a lot of time with teenagers and I feel like middle schoolers these days look so cute and I don't really describe myself as cute when I think about myself in middle school I mean she was great but maybe not cute (laughs) but I remember this is really more sixth grade but when I was in the sixth grade I got my first pair of flares and I was so excited but I also was just really nervous about wearing them and just you know all the body insecurity things and I had this shirt from Abercrombie that I loved and this pair of flares and I remember this girl that I went to church with she was like Medora we got to get you some flares girl and I was like okay I'll do anything you tell me and so I had this outfit and it was like this hot pink salmon colored tight short shirt and these flares that were so low-waisted. What was up with low-waisted pants back in the day? Horrible. So bad that's not in anymore. Yes. Oh, I know. Uh, And so I just, but I loved that outfit, and I wore it all the time as much as I could. I love it. I love it. This is reminding me, too, what I think about is I was, like, a big poncho girl, and I had, and also gauchos, like the gaucho and the poncho. (laughs) So I, like... These capri 
gauchos. Now, if someone's listening who doesn't know what gauchos are, they they're kind of actually coming back a little bit. Like the I bet the pants. yeah, I bet the Google search for gaucho pants oh, is amazing. Right, and mine were like soft, like soft brown gauchos, and then I would wear it with this almost like beaded poncho like kind of mesh a little bit and maybe like a long sleeve or 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 I had one of those Hannah Montana half sweaters (laughs) you know that was like the best where you take your you take your spaghetti strap tank top and you like pull it down as far as you can over your butt and you have your little Hannah Montana half shirt (laughs) oh my gosh you can't see this everyone but I am demonstrating me (laughs) putting the that was also a time when big belts were in. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I. This is great. I feel like maybe we can dig up some of these photos oh, so gosh. that um, people can see the truly oh. great outfits that we are talking about. But anyway, thank you. Yes. Thank you for taking me back there. I do like to go back there and reminisce. So it was, that was good. Um, awesome. Okay, well, besides wearing really great clothes when you were in sixth grade, what do you, like, tell us about yourself, Nora, what do you do? Oh, great. Well, I um, live in Bismarck, North Dakota, and I do, I do spend a lot of my time with teenagers. I work for an organization that works with teenagers. It's called Young Life, and it's a Christian outreach to middle school, high school, kids with different abilities, teen moms, the whole thing. And we basically just tell kids they're cool because they are. We were all once teenagers. And so I love being able just to tell kids that they matter just as they are right now. And so I spend a lot of time with teenagers. Some of my favorite things to do are just going for a long drive. I love going to the Badlands in North Dakota and to the lakes in Minnesota. So I spend a lot of time just driving across I-94. And I think if you really, to really know me, I think I would describe myself like if I was a character in a romantic comedy, I'm always like the main character's best friend. I think they're always just like goofy, silly. They like don't take themselves too seriously. And that's me in a nutshell. I love it. That was a great introduction. <laughs> I love it so much. Thank you. And I've also spent a lot of time on I-94 back and forth. Oh, she's a beauty. <laughs> know that road well. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, before we get even into talking about this article, I found your article on the, it's called the Hey Sister blog. Yep. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, the Hey Sister blog was started by a friend of mine, and there's about five of us women that write for it, and it's kind of like letters written to your younger self or to your younger sister, and so we are quote-unquote big sisters to quote-unquote little sisters, and it's just a chance for young girls to seek advice and understanding from from an older sister, and it's a really great platform for that, and I didn't grow up with sisters, and so I would have loved something like the Hey Sister blog where I can just seek advice and encouragement from other women who went through the same thing that I did, and I think growing up, the closest thing I had to something like Hey Sister blog was Seventeen Magazine, which I am very thankful for, but... (laughs) But the Hey Sister blog is a great alternative to that as well. Less quizzes, but lots of great advice still. Yeah, so such great advice from Seventeen Magazine, right? Um, I love that. That's super awesome. I'm all about, like, let's get some great, wholesome content Mm -hmm. for women that supports all areas of women. And, And I think that especially for young girls, there's, like, now growing up with social media so much exposure to so much like I love I love the idea of putting out some great 
Yeah, it is great. There's a lot of good things on there. You know, some of the bigger sisters, they talk about, uh, not big sisters, some of the other sisters, they talk about clothes and fashion and makeup. And then there's also a lot just about faith and relationships and then things just like this about clothes. Yeah. Well, cool. So can you tell us more about this challenge that you wrote about, about not buying clothes for a year? What, what made you decide you wanted to do this? Yes. Well, I first got this idea about 10 years ago. I had a friend and she said that she wasn't going to buy clothes for a year. And I remember sitting there listening to her talk about it. And I was like, I want to be like you someday. And now I'm living that out. So thank you to my friend, Stephanie, for coming up with this idea. And it really came from many different, I have many different reasons for why I'm doing it. But before I even get into any of that, I always just think it's good to throw it out there and acknowledge the fact that I am choosing not to buy clothes for a year. And I do believe that that is a privilege to choose not to buy clothes for a year when there are millions of Americans every year who don't buy new clothes because they can't or um, they don't have the means to do it or they wear the same clothes every week because that's simply what they have. And so we all experience life in different ways. And so this is really just my experience with clothes. Yeah, I feel like that's good. That's so good to point out because so many like self-development things, I think sometimes we forget that like we have such a privilege. Like if I'm trying to maybe eat less because I'm trying to lose weight, like what a privilege I have that I even get to make that choice, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, what, definitely. And so, I mean, with that, of course, comes, like, great responsibility to to make, like, those good, those good choices, which I think you're definitely showing how to, like, really be intentional about that choice. Yeah. So, yeah, so my experience from this has been fun. So it came from a few different reasons. One of my reasons was I just feel like I have an abundance of clothes and I don't need any more. And I also really found out that I was buying clothes when I was getting really stressed out. And it was just my first instinct in a moment of stress was to shop and spend money. And it was like, I was just getting this like dopamine rush from like swiping my credit card. And it was like, man, I really want healthier ways of dealing with stress. I also want to just like open up my closet and I want to love everything that I see inside of it. And I was also, I just, there's a lot of companies that are fast fashion, which I know we'll talk about. And it's like, I really want to be supporting companies that I believe in. And, and so how can I be doing that better? And so, yeah, it was a whole bunch of reasons. And then one day I was like, okay, I just really need to just do this because I have all these reasons. Let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so did you do any sort of like a purge of your closet before you started? Or were you like, these are the clothes I have? Like, it's, kind of like a big like okay this is it like I did you go buy a bunch of clothes before you started it (laughs) well I started this in May so I'm going May to May and at the time that we're recording this podcast I'm six months in I it's like six months I'm like today probably so happy anniversary anniversary to to me Um, and so right before I bought like a bunch of lounge clothes because we're in the middle of the pandemic and, and so I did buy those and then I've always been really good at editing down my closet and getting rid of things. I love selling my clothes on Poshmark, which is a site where you can sell your clothes to other people. And I organize my closet in a way where I just naturally edit things out. So everything that I wear goes on the 
left-hand side of my closet. And as I don't wear things, they end up further down in the back on the right-hand side. And so I can always go back to the right-hand side and say, okay, I don't wear any of these things. Let's, let's get rid of them. And I'm a true believer that if you don't wear something for a year, it's time to get rid of it. So can you talk to me a little bit more through how you organize your closet? I'm interested now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've never been someone that organizes by like color or style or, you know, long sleeve, short sleeve, anything like that. It really just goes when I wash my clothes, I put them on the hanger and they go right to the left hand side, which is just like the side that I can see most easily. And then as things don't get worn, they get pushed to the back because as things are getting washed and they're just constantly going back in, they're just always going back into the left side. So things are just naturally ending up in the back. I love that. And then so I can just open up the other side of my closet and say, okay, I haven't worn any of these things. Let's get rid of them. Even though it's really hard for me to get rid of things, yes. but I do it. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's a super interesting. I don't know if you've been watching the um, home edit at all on Netflix. Of course. Yes. <laughs> love them. And they are all about like all about the color yeah. coordinating yeah. and everything. Um, which is so funny. I was on a Zoom call with someone for work, and I saw that their books were organized in oh, color. Oh, yeah, I love doing that. Order, and I messaged her. I was like, you definitely just watched <laughs> yeah. the home edit, because I don't think people normally yeah. do that. <laughs> oh, I know. So can you go back to, you talked about, like, buying clothes that you don't need, and you have this great little story that you share in your article, which I totally related to, where you're like, okay, I really like the sweater, but it's not in this color, but um, I don't really wear that color, but maybe I could start wearing that color because I, I, you know, I don't really have a lot of diversity. So let's just like add this and then you never wear it. (laughs) I mean, you summed it up really well. (laughs) That was was basically it. But yes, I always did that. Like I've always enjoyed just the act of shopping. And for most of my life, I always just shopped because it was a fun thing to do. I wasn't looking for something specific. And I think that's when we can just accumulate a lot of things that we don't need. And so I would shop and I would come across like a sweater that I loved and I'd be like, well, I could get it in black or I could get it in pink. It's like, well, I don't have a lot of pink in my closet. Maybe I should start wearing pink. All right, I'll buy it in pink. And then I buy it in pink and then it just sits in my closet. It ends up way on that right side yes. with the end and I don't and I don't wear it. And it's like there I was trying to add diversity to my life and it just, you know, I don't need it. This for me is the Target clearance section. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I'll go and be like, well, I don't really need a new dress, but this is yes. $8. And it would just be a sin <laughs> not to buy it. Like, what? <laughs> like, if I didn't buy it, like someone else would, it's this whole fear of missing out, I feel like. Like, okay, well, it's a great sale. I don't want to this miss out. This sweater on. wants me to buy it. <laughs> exactly. I know. And I think that kind of goes to one of my reasons, you know, it's like, I want to buy things that I love, not things that I like, because it's so easy to buy things that I like. But now if I shop, I'll say, okay, is this something that I actually love? You know, you could say, does it bring me joy? Is it something that I think that I will wear frequently, not just one time? Yeah. And like, does it fit me well? That's something that I have really tried to do more of is do you ever have, I, I feel like I used to have pants where I'm like, well, I can only wear it with this type of shirt. Like it has to be a long shirt because it kind of fits me weird. But why yeah. would you ever buy something that you can only wear like in one specific way? Like what yes. a waste. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay. So the t- a TED talk that I love, which I'm sure we will link 
somewhere in this podcast is like a TED talk that really did, I think, change my life. And it talks a lot about, you know, having just a limited wardrobe. And when you open your closet, if you buy things that you love, they all will go together. And it makes it much easier to get dressed in the morning and put together an outfit because you just choose items that you love and then they just work together and it saves you all this time in the morning and saves you all this brain space and decision making. And I think that it's a wonderful thing. And so now I really do that. You know, I buy things I love. Something that I love, I will tell you this. I am curious what your favorite outfit is. If you could wear one thing for the rest of your life, what it would be. Because I would wear denim on denim. I think that it is just a beautiful look. I love it. (laughs) I wear it almost every day. And I think it's something that can be dressed up, dressed down. And so now when I open my closet, it's like, well, what denim shirt do I want to wear with what denim pants, you know? And so that's, that was a big takeaway for me. So I'm curious. I love it. I feel like my favorite thing right now, my little sister actually asked me this question this weekend, but her question was like, if you were on a desert island, what would be the one outfit you would bring? Which was hard because then I have to think about like the weather and survival (laughs) and all this stuff. But (laughs) I, I love fall, like fall clothes, my favorite. And what I feel like I love to wear is like legitimately this turtleneck I'm wearing It's beautiful, everyone listening. (laughs) Let me tell you. I have... I have had this turtleneck. Anyone that knows me is going to laugh because I've had this turtleneck probably for five or six years. I wore it in my engagement photos because I was like, I love it. Like it's, it's just like a tan long sleeve sweater Wear it with some jeans. I have these little boots that I love that I wear. Or one of my new favorite things that I like to wear is I have a button up, um, black and white. Is it, what's that pattern? Like, Oh, like Buffalo check. Um, it's like it's like plaid, but little plaid. Yep. And then yep. um, with I have this black like big oversized like blazer coat thing that I like to wear it with like short heeled booties. That's kind of my favorite look is like the collar with the long oversized jacket, which I literally and like someone gave to me. I like they found it and they're like, oh, this looks like something you would like. That's probably my favorite thing that I like to wear. I'm a big like cardigan collared shirt kind of girl I would say I think this sounds like a beautiful outfit (laughs) and I am like a big fan of people wearing what they like and what makes them feel good and so uh, yes I'm cheering you on with that outfit I love it (laughs) thank you because this is I would say something that's been I don't know if there might be other people who feel this way I've been working from home since March and something that I loved about going to work honestly is like getting dressed, getting ready for the day and like going and seeing people. And so I, I've now started to kind of get ready more and like put shoes on, even though I'm just walking around my own home. Yeah, I think that that's true. I think that it's good for us, you know, to get up and get dressed. So when I think back to some of my first memories with clothes, I remember being a little kid and my mom would pay me to only wear one outfit for the entire day because I was constantly changing (laughs) clothes and I don't know, just taking things on and off. And I know many people listening have probably done that where you've tried on 20 shirts and they all just end up on your bed and things like that. And well, and I love this, what you're saying, this idea of if you have all clothes that fit you, that you love in your closet, you shouldn't really have to do that. Right. Right? Yeah. 
Like, you know the way everything looks on you, you know the way it looks together, and you know what you like, and you can eliminate that whole morning, which I feel like I spent so many mornings in high school, like, okay, I'll put this on, I'll put this on, and this, oh my gosh, in high school, I don't think I re-wore the same outfit for, like, two months. Oh, I know. Like, I would, not like the clothing, like, I'd wear the same clothes, but I could never wear it in the exact same way. Yes. More than one time in, like, two months span. Oh, my gosh. I think about that all the time, and I, and again, I think that really comes back to just, like, the privilege of having clothes and being able to do that, where, yes, I was like, well, I can't wear the same thing. I wore that last week. I can't wear that again this week. You know, and it's like, oh, my gosh, who actually cares? No one. Just no one does. (laughs) Right. Okay. So this came to fruition for me because uh, a couple years ago for Lent, I decided to do the seven item wardrobe challenge, which I think is from this TED talk that, well, anyway, I listened to this TED talk that you were referring to years ago and talked about all of these things about minimizing your wardrobe. And the seven item wardrobe is, you know, picking seven items and only wearing them. Um, And in this case, it was for 40 days. And I was so nervous because I was someone that I like to dress up I like to you know put together an outfit and so I picked like I picked this sweater I had like a cardigan a little tunic type thing and another um like sweater and then I must have had like two pairs of pants and then I think I didn't count leggings like I think I let myself wear leggings or tights because I had like a little dress thing and that's exactly what I thought I was like it's gonna be so awkward People are going to know. There, it's going to be so awkward because people are going to know and care. And I had to laugh because like week three, someone that I see every single day told me that they loved my sweater. And I was like, oh, my gosh, sweater. I love this sweater. This sweater right now because I've been wearing this. <laughs> I've been wearing this sweater like two times a week for the yes. last two weeks. And it really hit me that no one cares and no one really notices and that was very humbling for me because I am someone that notices people's yeah. outfits like I just do and I take I just really enjoy looking at it and I it helped me I think every single day during those 40 days I got rid of something in my closet because I looked at it and I was like this doesn't fit me like I don't actually want to put this on I don't really love this and it's so much easier to just know what you're going to wear every day. Oh, I know. I know. So something that I started doing for like two years ago now is I work in an office, in a small office with all men. I've been the only female for quite a while. And I just started to really think like, these guys like really don't care (laughs) what I (laughs) look like every day. They're all married. Doesn't matter. And so I had this sweater, this gray sweater that I just really liked. And I, one day I was just like, wow, I've worn this for like the last like three Fridays. I don't even know why it dawned on me. And then I just said, you know what? I'm going to wear this every Friday for the rest of my life. (laughs) And every Friday for the last two years, I've worn the same gray sweater to work. And I never like told, you know, it was just, well, now I've put it out on blogs and now on this podcast for all the world to hear. But you know, it's like those guys have no idea. And it's just kind of like my own little fun joke. And I just kind of walk into work every Friday and just like, I'm wearing my Friday sweater and no one notices. And it's fun. And I kind of like, I honestly don't even really like the sweater anymore, but it's just something like so fun for me. And I like look forward every Friday morning to putting it on and it just brings me a little bit of joy. I 
Love that. I think I might start doing that. Also, yes! Also, it's, like, more intentional than just, I'm re-wearing this sweater this week. It's my Friday sweater. This yeah. This is the sweater I wear every Friday. <laughs> yes. I love it. That's so fun. Okay, so six months in, Medora, how has this been going with the not buying clothes? I know, six months in. It's amazing. It. Okay, honestly, it has been so much easier than I thought it was going to be. I think some of that is probably credited to the pandemic not like I want to give the credit the pandemic any credit (laughs) for anything but um but that is true there's just less going on there's less events and so I just don't like need you know new clothes for things um and so that's been that's been well I haven't really stumbled upon any major challenges I have um I guess some people might say failed a few times, um, but that's okay because we're here to be honest and real. Absolutely. I did buy a shirt one time when I was walking through Target. Um, I don't even honestly really know why I did it. I think it was just a moment of stress and I was like, I'm just going to buy it. Um, But I'm wearing it right now as we record this because I thought that it would help justify the purchase. I love it. You bought it for the podcast interview. Yes. I don't know if people know this. Even though people can't see it, it is important. (laughs) So I bought this shirt that I'm wearing because I was in a photo shoot and... I think I was really stressed out about the photo shoot and I had been shopping for things for that photo shoot because I do have one exception to this whole no clothes for a year. And that's when I would, I emcee just a lot of things and I have photo shoots for some of the things that I write for. And I am a big believer that you should feel good in those moments because I get nervous being in front of a lot of people, even though I like doing it. But one way that it helps me feel good is just really liking what I'm wearing. And so that is an exception that I had for myself was just purchasing new clothes for those things. Yes, and I totally agree with that, Menorah. That's something that I was thinking about with this whole thing. And with, like, when you're in front of people, like, my mom talks about this because she does a lot of trainings for work. And so she has been, like, lately, she's like, I just, I realize I do multiple trainings for the same people. Like, I kind of need to update my wardrobe. And I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. When you're in front of people, you're facilitating to people, you're presenting, like, you want to feel confident in what you look. And I think that's important, too, here, is we're not saying, like, clothes are bad, you should wear a bag. Like, no, you should wear clothes that fit you well, make you feel confident, but that doesn't mean that you have to have, like, hundreds of clothes right in your in your wardrobe and this was funny what was really funny when I was doing this seven item wardrobe thing is I actually went on two dates with my now husband and it was like our very first date and so I was like oh my gosh am I gonna wear something that's a part of my seven items like or when I and I did I wore this dang sweater (laughs) I love this sweater (laughs) here we go But then I saw, I think I saw him, I must have seen him a couple more times, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's totally gonna, it's gonna be so awkward because I'm wearing the same thing I wore the last time. What's really funny is he was also wearing the same thing, but that was not intentional, that was just him being a man. (laughs) Yes, that is great. Like, I think he was wearing the same exact t-shirt the first three times I saw him, and I was like, are you also doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Did you also watch this TED Talk? <laughs> 
So something that I have really learned from this, though, is to like take care of the things that we own. I think something I'm always trying to live out is do good things with what you already have. And, you know, my clothes is something I already have. Like this sweater that you have, I love it because you've had it for a long time. It obviously is something that you like and enjoy to wear. And you've probably learned how to take care of it along the way. And you've learned how to care for it and wash and dry as it needs to. And I used to always be someone that just threw everything in the dryer. And if things got holes, it was like, they just like went out and things like that. And even, you know, at the start of this pandemic, I bought myself a bunch of lounge clothes and I now find myself in this no clothes for a year experiment. I'm like really taking care of my sweatpants, which is funny because they're like sweatpants. They're such like an easy thing just not to really care about. But I really can look at them and say, no, I really like these and I want to take good care of them. And so I've just, yeah, I've just learned a lot about, you know, if I take care of my clothes, they'll last much longer, which is much better for everyone and Mother Earth. Right, exactly. Oh, no, I love, I love that piece. And I'm definitely someone that's guilty of that too. Like, well, I'll just get a new one, you know, like if it's ruined, like whatever, this is old. But really, yeah, taking care of the, taking good care of the things we have so we don't just have to Mm -hmm. replace all the time yeah so something else that I've learned through my exception of buying clothes for photo shoots or emceeing events is that I haven't actually been doing that because now I've really gotten comfortable with the things that I do have and really kind of falling in love with some of them more and so I just had this big photo shoot for this magazine and I always get nervous for the photo shoots and I almost always buy some had been buying something new for them and for this last one it was the biggest one and the most pictures and I had been shopping and I just wasn't finding anything I loved and then I finally just looked in my closet and I was like I love this denim shirt and I love this blue sweater that I have also had for ages and I was like I want to wear these items because I know I know how I can wear them I know how I can style them I know I feel good in them and when I'm nervous in these photo shoots, it's good to, like I said, it was good to wear something that makes you feel good. And so I haven't been buying things even when I've allowed myself to. And so that's been really fun. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of proud of myself in those moments. I love that. And that is literally what happened to me when I was trying to find something to wear for my engagement photos. I was like, I need some new outfit. You know, it's got to look great, very trendy. It was like fall. Here we go. And I literally like, couldn't find anything that I really thought was really me because like the thing I you know I already have stuff in my closet that's very me and so I think it's just a good way to really like slow down and reflect on and and not like needing all of these additional things so do you feel like making this like really intentional material sacrifice that you are doing right now has influenced like any other part of your life Yeah, I don't think I've had any other big profound moments, you know, maybe at the end I will, not six months in, but, um, you know, one of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 23 and it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And I think that even clothes can fit into that. You know, it's like I have a faith and that is something that I definitely want to continue to develop and invest in. And I have friends and family that I care about and I want to continue caring and investing in those people. And I already have all of the clothes that I need. I have an abundance. And so I just want to continue to take care of those things that I need and invest my time and my money into into other things. And so, yeah, just really continuing to live into that psalm is something that's been helpful for me. I love that. I love that. And like thinking about the, the gift that we have and and also like how we're using our money as a tool 
it's a, it's a, you know, can be a powerful tool to be able to do lots of good and make lots of change. Mm-hmm. And so thinking intentionally about how we're spending that, I think that's, that's really awesome. And this, this article just really spoke to me because I had been thinking a lot of these same things. It's so easy just to just buy some clothes because like you feel like you deserve it, yeah. you know, like, oh, I've been working from home. I got to <laughs> yeah. wear something cute. But then I just totally realized like, this for me is not really the time to buy new clothes. In all honesty, like I'm not going anywhere for work. This, I would much rather spend, like, and I have clothes I could wear on the weekends, you know, I would much rather spend my money on like maybe other things that we need in our life. You know, like we just moved into a new apartment. I'd rather spend money on like home goods Uh for our apartment than new clothes, like where I'm spending all my time in my home. And so I, I mean, I, I haven't said that I'm not buying clothes for a year, but I kind of have decided that <laughs> less strictly. I think you should. I mean, if you say it I now know. to the 7 million people I listening know. to this. Our, we have a really, really large listener um, base. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. I'll get some hate mail if they see me at the store. Pretty much most people in the region are listening, and they'll probably just see me at Target and be like, Emily, you said on your podcast... <laughs> It did once I wrote it down. And then whenever people would ask me like, Medora, what's new? You know, I'd be like, well, I'm not buying clothes for a year. And I'm telling you so that, you know, I actually do it. Uh, And that really, it was really helpful. I love that. Okay, well, I'll think about it. Um, <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to touch on that you talked about earlier was this idea of fast fashion. And I think when we talk about these impulse purchases of clothing, it's often those cheaper items. And I want to know, for people who aren't familiar with this term, like, what are you talking about when you're talking about fast fashion? Yeah, definitely. In, in my mind, fast fashion is quick trends made with quick materials, that don't have a very long shelf life to some, to some extent. Um, and so some examples would be like H and M target. I think J crew can sometimes fall under that, even though I love J crew with all of my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, and just a lot of, yeah, quick turnover brands. Um, and the idea is, you know, they're not made sustainably or, ethically perhaps um and they're oftentimes items that just aren't crafted well and they'll fall apart and a lot of the clothes that we buy you know we might think that we're donating them to someone who needs them but oftentimes they just end up in our landfills and I don't know Emily if you've ever been to your city landfill but it's not like the most uplifting place (laughs) that you can visit um, and I've been to our landfill many times. And every time I go, I'm like, I hope that I limit the amount of things that I put put into this landfill. Um, yeah. And so I think that clothes is, is an easy way for us to do that. And so, yes. yeah, at the end of this, hopefully I will have saved, you know, some money. That is a hope out of this. And that in the end, I can start to support businesses that I, that I do believe in or support some of my friends that are making clothes or support businesses that I really believe in. And I love supporting businesses that end up giving back to other people. Um, And a lot of the time, you know, that means that you're spending more money to get those items. But, you know, if that's something at the end of this that I really want to believe in, then I I definitely want to support those things. Yeah, and I I really like that. My first experience with kind of this term of fast fashion is I, I watched this documentary called The True Cost. It was on Netflix. I don't know 
if it's on Netflix anymore. I'm not sure. But it was really uh, life-changing. I just, I don't think I really understood all of, I mean, I don't know how I could really like buy a, something from Forever 21 and not realize that someone was being shortchanged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. if the t-shirt is $5, like how is that, <laughs> how is someone being paid to make that, right? Right. And this idea, I think it's hard when you maybe feel like, you know, you don't have a lot of money. Maybe you're in college, like just starting out. You, you don't want to spend a lot of money. But I think this this idea of, well, if you bought less, like if you didn't go to the Target clearance section, you know, four times, you probably would have an amount of money to be yeah. able to spend on one nice sweater that fits you well, that is a sustainable brand, and that you really love and I think that's a hard leap for people to make because I don't know about you but it's it's really easy for me to spend ten dollars but it's really hard for me to spend like more than 50 on one item yes I know that is that is something I've been thinking a lot about and as I keep saying you know I want to just be more cautious of where I'm spending my money I know that that is a challenge because I know that that means I'm going to have to spend, yeah, $100 for a sweater rather than $10. And I love a sale. And that probably means I have to get away from the the sale rack at some places. Um, and I know that that's going to be a challenge. But but I do. I It is something that I believe in. So I need to just bite the bullet and do it. Right. And I think it's important to recognize, too. I think sometimes it's hard to feel like you're doing anything right. Like, it's all or nothing, you know? You have Mm -hmm. to buy all, like, you need to get rid of all of your clothes and just buy everything that's, like, fair trade, organic, like, all, you know. I'm a big proponent of, like, making small steps and and doing what you can. I know some people think, you know, you you shouldn't do that. But I really do believe that, like, everyone making that like one choice would make a big difference yeah everybody doing one small amount Mm -hmm. than one person doing Mm -hmm. a lot yeah definitely and and you did mention an interesting point you know I think a lot of people when they think about sustainability in any way they're like oh we need to get rid of everything that we have and start over with you know recycled project products or whatever it might be it's like no you should use the things that you already have in your house right you know it's like yeah I already have these clothes in my closet so how can I make them last as long as possible One thing that I struggle with is buying new beauty products that I want to try. I'm really bad about that. And so I'll see something at the store and be like, okay, this looks like you'll be great for my hair. So I buy it. So I end up with 12 shampoos. Yes. And my hairdresser, actually, I was really impressed. She, I was cutting my hair and I was asking her what kind of shampoo she was using. And she told me, she's like, it's really great. You know, I'm, but I'm just a big proponent. She's like, you might maybe want some. Do you have shampoo at home you're using? And I'm like, well, yeah, I've got this stuff. And she's like, yeah, just finish that and then let me know. And I was like, wow, finish a bottle of shampoo. That's not something I ever do (laughs) before trying a new one. And I've been really trying since we got married and moved into this new apartment to finish all of the products that I have before buying a new one. And it's so hard because you've got like, oh, this will do this. This will totally clear your skin. This will make your hair look like J-Lo. And it's like... It's still me. It's still going to be Emily. It's still me in this sweater that I wear all the time. Right, exactly. But it's so easy to believe that that's really going to change, right? So. Oh, I know. And these companies and these stores, they've gotten so good at telling us that we need new things, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like, man, 
I, I fall for it all the time, but I, sometimes you just got to really sit back and be like, okay, yeah, is this just a big corporation telling me that I need to consume something new? Right. Or do I actually need this product? Right. Because at the end of the day, like you're the customer, but you're like, you're what make them money. So either, you know, they need to make money, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get you to buy the product. So with this idea of fast fashion, do you have any brands like that you like to stick to? Or have you found any brands for clothing that like you've either purchased clothing or maybe you've got your eye on something? I mean, oh, yes. I mean, I still look <laughs> and so I still shop online, but I'm not purchasing. Good. Um, and again, that is just hard. It is hard because I know that I'm looking online at stores that I'm like, oh, I don't actually want to support this store, but you know, what, what can you do? Um, and so I, I know that something I'm thankful for though, is a lot of stores really are becoming just aware of mm-hmm. what they're producing. And, um, and so I know that even J crew, I brought that up. I know that they have a line that's a sustainability line and things like that. Um, I think Everlane is a company yep. that does that as well. I hear that their pants are amazing. I have heard that um, as well. And, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I have always loved how Patagonia has viewed clothes. I mean, that's a big, you know, producer and name of clothing. But they just, I think they have a really good way of viewing it. They have a lot of good resources on their website. And I love that they really try and promote this idea. Like, we don't want you to buy a lot of clothes you know, but if you do, we'd like you to buy them from us. Right. You know, it's kind of a fun little thing. Um, you know, but they have a lot of things put in place where if you're, you outgrow your clothes or you can't wear them anymore, you can give them back to Patagonia and they'll mend them and give them to someone else. Um, and you can just, they have, they used to have this like car or this truck that would travel around the United States and just fix people's Patagonia items for them as they would go around just so that they really were promoting this idea, you know, to take care of the clothes that you already have. And so... I can get behind that. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Have you found any? I want to shop where you shop. Where's this? Where's okay? This is my question. Where's this sweater from? <laughs> it's from Loft. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that is so funny because when I say that I've been shopping online and looking at some brands that I'm like, I don't know if I actually should be shopping here. There, I have love everything that Loft has right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, I know. Here we are. This is what I would just like to say, and this is what I have, this has been my big thing with this whole podcast, is we're just real women here. We are not perfect. (laughs) We are just striving and learning every single day, so I never claim to be perfect here. I am this is uh, the whole goal interviewing women who make me a better woman so (laughs) inspiring me absolutely okay so one brand that I found um a couple of things actually there's a brand called live fashionable and they have a lot of like basics they have really great bags like their their bestseller I think is their like leather bags and their um like shoes and I I have like had my eye on some of their bags for a very long time. Um, I love but a good another bag. thing I love for this is thrifting mm-hmm. um, because I just love this. I'm like a big clothes mentor girl, which is like like I like it's called like upscale thrifting, right? <laughs> yes. I I do have some beef with them because I never take my clothes, which always makes me mad. <laughs> um, but 
I love I love that like kind of recycling aspect of of clothing. Um, like you said on Poshmark, if if anyone's yep. listening hasn't checked out Poshmark, it's a super great place, especially if you have a specific item you're looking for. Like maybe you have a kind of like a pair of jeans that you love and you want another pair. Like they have so much, right? Yes, that to is me, the perfect example that yeah. I always use. Mm-hmm. To me, it's very overwhelming. If I spend any time on Poshmark, it's like a black hole because there's so much. But some um, some uh, woman I just found, um, it's called Everthrift. And she, she like, her, she's, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the magazine Verily. Um, oh, you would love it. Okay. It's like, it's kind of, it reminds me of what you talked about with the Hey Sister blog, where it's uh, like a wholesome women's lifestyle magazine, um, more probably geared for like, I'd say like young adult women. Anyway, the the old, the founder of that created this brand called Everthrift, where she like does all this thrifting and then sells them, like has like sale drops like every a couple of months where she like sells and they're beautiful, you know, and then she finds these really amazing uh-huh. like either designer or like just really high quality. And that's why I love thrifting. One of my favorite thrifting I went with my friend who lives in New York. Oh man, that's a place to thrift because people just have (laughs) these like high quality (laughs) items. And so that's what I think, you know, if people are maybe more on a budget and aren't feeling ready to like make this a big, you know, purchase, I just always like to start at a thrift store and start and like I just like to look there first because first of all usually it's really affordable and then we're just helping to recycle a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah definitely so that's kind of what I found but obviously in my loft sweater I do not claim to be perfect (laughs) (laughs) well I would say something that really this is a good reminder you know where it doesn't mean that you always have to be buying from a sustainable company. It's you can still buy from H&M or Forever 21. It's like, yes, I will still forever probably go to those stores. But the idea of, yeah, can I make this last? Am I actually buying something that I love or am I just buying something because it's trendy or something that I'm only going to wear once and I'm going to toss out something like that. So it's like, yeah, of course you can still buy from whatever store you want to. Right. And kind of, I mean, just going back to what we said right at the beginning about, I think it comes down to just being intentional with your choices. Like we Mm -hmm. get the great choice, you know, to, we have this tool to be able to buy things that we need and want. And it really is, it's our own choice and, and we have that freedom. And I think I love this idea of kind of, giving up buying Mm -hmm. clothes and and like that type of freedom that will come with that is not having to have the crisis at the store of do I need this do I not need this just not looking for it because you're not gonna buy it (laughs) right I know something that we were just you know chit-chatting about before we started this call was I think as women oftentimes we feel like we always need to be doing more and we someone's always giving us like the next idea of something we should be doing and sometimes we need to free ourselves of that and just say what's something that I can let go of Mm -hmm. and what's something that I can stop doing and and Maybe saying, I'm just not going to shop for clothes for the next year is something that you can just give up. And that might free up some some brain space and some time in your life yeah. for something else. I love that. And I think that's a great 
I think it's a great way to close because maybe you're listening and you're like, you know, I'm like, I don't really buy a lot of clothes. This is not relevant to me at all. I have a perfect wardrobe and I shop. Great. I'm like, cool. Sorry you just wasted an hour of your life. But (laughs) I really think it's like, what, what are those things that are taking up time, space that's not needed? And and maybe you can Uh let go of, let go of something to be able to spend that time energy brain space on something that is yeah letting better. go of the pressure to right. have to fit into the next trend exactly yeah. exactly yeah oh Medora thank you so much oh my gosh thank you this is so nice I have one parting thought I guess for the listeners yes. if that's okay please <laughs> well I just think you know fashion is such a beautiful thing and I love that so many people view fashion as a way to express themselves and some people yeah they they do buy a lot more items just because it's a part of their lifestyle or a part of their job or whatever it might be and and they fill their life with colorful items in that way and I think that is awesome and and some people don't buy because they just don't have the means to and and some people choose not to buy items um, because they're able to do that and so again we're just all on this different life journey and doing the best we can out here and I think it's good just to celebrate all people in different ways I love it Thanks, Medora. Thank you, Emily. This was really fun. Oh, this is a blast. I would talk to you anytime. I would also like to give a shout out to Alyssa for editing this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think I've had a guest <laughs> talk to Alyssa as much as Medora has, and I kind of want to keep this in the podcast. <laughs> yes, just my random notes of, um, Alyssa, can we scratch that and start over? <laughs> absolutely thank you um and she will so appreciate that and i will just give a shout out if you haven't listened to my very first episode which was my interview with Alyssa, please go back and listen this girl has been doing so many things even since she you know we did this she's rewriting her novel published an audio drama she's killing it out here um oh my gosh yeah and so Definitely a shout out to her because this is my ninth episode and my goal has been to do 10. So I have one more episode left that I'm going to do before 2020 um, it is over. And I'm really good. That is so great. Okay, we're all clapping for you. Thank you. And so I'm all seven million so of us. glad that we could have you, that we could have you on. Thank you. This was so fun. Oh, and Medora, where can people find you? Oh, wow. That is a good question. Uh, They can find me on Instagram, Medora S. I never post anything, Um, but I will like whatever you post. (laughs) I will vouch for that. (laughs) And uh, that is pretty much it. I guess I'm hard to find. (laughs) Um, Or my last guest said that, or one of my last guests said if um, you just kind of like shout for her loudly on the streets. Yes, um, I like to just be out there. People can find your article. I'll definitely link to Medora's article, which talks a lot about what we were talking about today, as well as the TED Talk that she was referencing that changed her life. So maybe they'll change yours too. Thank you for listening to the Better Woman Podcast. This show was created by Emily Kaiser and is hosted by Emily Kaiser and edited and produced by Alyssa Hagginson. To find more from us, visit AlyssaHagginsonProductions.com and look under the Better Woman podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I totally forgot what it was.
Let me let me read something really quick on this website. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Alyssa, we're gonna start that over. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so bad. Okay, I'm really sorry, Alyssa. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I def- okay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, now I have really threw myself off. <laughs>